When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Hey, everybody. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace. Now, with Talkspace, you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist. That's right. It's a therapist available just for you and your needs that you can talk to when you want to, unlimited, dedicated strictly to you, and only for $32 a week. And you can schedule a live video session with your therapist right from your damn smartphone. Now, we're all about mental health and wellness here at The Friend Zone, as you guys know. And now we are able to give you access to an affordable, confidential, and convenient method of therapy. Go to Talkspace.com zone for a special $30 discount off your first month. Or you can download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code ZONE. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Just three words. Three words. Just, just three words. I like this. Three Words, words, just three. I like this. Words. I step right in. Y'all know three this the shit. Words, I'm really just, your friend. This is the friend zone, words. and I'm on the mic. Three my name is Dustin, words, and my just, shit's right. I voted for words. Hillary Clinton. Three. And nigga, guess what? Words. I do it just, again. Just Y'all let Donald Trump words. in the fucking Oval Office three. and everything you get. Words. You're gonna just, stop just. this. Yeah, right. He don't do what you say. He do what he like any goddamn way. He married Melania, and I think he's gay, but that's all right, because Pence is who. Hey! Yes, them niggas is fake, and that's okay, because it really is an earthquake. They shaking up everything around the globe. They didn't fucked it up, and here goes the probes. Why you ain't asking all the right questions? Everybody is instead just texting, tweeting, and Facebook motherfucking messaging. I'm really tired of it. Estrogen. Yeah, that means I'm in my feelings. Everybody knows that I say peeling, chilling. Let's get it in the ceiling. Roof off this motherfucker's chilling. Words. Asante, it's your three, turn, 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 Unbreak my heart, that's three words there If you do that shit, I'm gonna leave you on Unbreak the stairs At the very foot, the bottom, found so long Down so long, the bottom look like up Unbreak I've been down so long, 
that my heart is unbroken And you gon' pick me cause I am the I'm token The token one that's talented I pick my ballot and voted Hillary And I'm, I'm mad that she didn't win But I'm back in the friend zone So put down your phone cause you know I'm gon' rhyme wrong With a slant or maybe the can Something you can drink and just I tell you about them three words for those of y'all that have not figured out what the three words are the three words are the friend zone <laughs> see the three words was because friend just said just three words and she wouldn't just sing the just three words so I made a song out of three words that's really what happened too we tried everything we everything. could do we tried to get friend everything. the most decent of proposals and we said you know what friend just sing three words please and I she actually, smiled so sweetly and with so much poise and dignity and with the 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 pure regality you know that that we that we expect from friend she told us no <laughs> and for that i almost i was not supposed to rap this week i was not supposed to freestyle for you i started the beatbox you, are you going to do it again? Do you want to tell the people what happened when you started the beatbox? The time has passed. Great. <laughs> I'm so glad it has because I was embarrassed when you started the beatbox the first time, thinking you were about to drop the beat, friend, but you did not. Friend. You said, hey, friend, hey, I'm here to play a game, and that's fine. Hi, guys. Why does it feel like I haven't seen you guys I was in just so about to long. say a long time no see. What is that? <laughs> Where y'all been at? I don't know about you, but I, I do feel like I didn't been put in the washer and dryer my damn self. Listen. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I have been laundered. <laughs> tumbled around. Listen, That's how I feel. Speaking of tumbling, <laughs> it's a damn cold night with all that wind oh, out there and shit. Tuh, I am over and it. And I can't get over how dark it is already. Oh. I left my house at what, like 4.30 and it was already Looked like the end of the movie outside. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Looking I up can't in the get used to that. <laughs> so let's jump into it, shall we? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Did Dustin already prep us? Why not? Why not? Hey, guess what, everybody? Welcome to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Who in the hell wants a musty brain? I said, uh, who in the hell wants a musty brain? Who in the hell wants a musty brain? I just have to say two things. Mm-hmm. I just came back from my wellness retreat in L.A., right, which was life-altering. I don't even have the words to You look like your yet. life has been changed. Right? You do. You notice like, it? I, yes, when you walked in, I mean, I was, I, you know, always in awe of you, but it was like, damn, Fran looked like the calm, like, <laughs> she always a calm storm, but oh, calm. I had the calm. time of my life, met the, a hundred of the most amazing women in L.A. Well, they a few people flew, English, hello, a few people flew mm-hmm. from different places. There are people from Seattle. Some people came from Texas. It was mm-hmm. really humbling. But the experience was so, ugh. We all cried in the end, and we were, like, so thankful that we could create in those two days just, like, a safe space where you could just be yourself and be loved. And, you know, we were loving up on each other Emotionally, right. <laughs> don't don't take it. Right. I don't want people writing in like, "What y'all doing?" You <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> but you know, it's nice to kind of uh, take a break from the world sometimes and just have a room to step into. Like, leave all that shit at the door, and we just had an amazing time. But I brought that up to say 
that while we were going around the room introducing ourselves, someone was like, because I don't want no mustard brains. Hey. <laughs> and a young lady who was eating was like, so good. So, so good. good. So good. So good. <laughs> so it made me happy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thought we had her. Thought we had her. Friend, they said by the time the ladies left the retreat, when they walked outside, the sidewalk was lighting up like Billie Jean when they was walking, <laughs> when they left about the retreat. <laughs> so good, so good, so good, so good. But it made me happy that Asante and Dustin were such big. <laughs> Parts of my wellness retreat, and I Thank love that you. we all had all these inside jokes. Just felt so cute. I loved it, and of course, I talked about you guys because we had a segment about soulmates, and I told them that we often focus so much on romantic soulmates, but you have soulmates in your life every day. And yes. I was like, a soulmate is someone who pulls out. The worst in you, the best in you, all aspects of you so that you can clean up what you need to clean up, clear up what you need to clear up and evolve how you need to. And then I was like, Asante and Dustin are two of my biggest soulmates. And everybody in the room was like tearing up. <laughs> it was such a moment. And I was this like. This is a moment right here. <laughs> this is why I'm saying like just this don't say right nothing to me about friend ever in life. Period. Y'all already know what that And that was so sweet because I really meant it from my heart. And it was nice because everyone in the room knew who you guys were and how much we mean to each other. So it was just such a moment to show them, like, soulmates aren't just the dude or the girl you're waiting for. It could be the people in your life that are just making your day that much easier. (sighs) So just want to pass on that love from the retreat. And the tour is coming soon, so I can't wait to to launch that site. (laughs) But with that all being said, last week we had an awesome mashup episode with the fan bros, Tatiana King-Jones and DJ Benjamin. (laughs) So good. Tatiana. So good. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, uh, and we discussed, you know, having to deal with different with being outcast in different um, aspects of life and the spectrum of blackness, being feeling like you're not included in certain aspects of your community, and a lot of you had a lot to share. So, Asante, what stood out to you? I'm sorry, but I had to do a throwback email <laughs> because I had <laughs> to read this, especially oh, no. now. I mean, you know, I just love it so much. This one is from Jennifer P. Jones. Hey, Jenny Jones. <laughs> Thank you for this one titled, Pissing Off White People and Self-Care. Wow. Being that it has been a trying-ass week, to say the least, with all of this election fuckery and what it entails, because this was around when that happened, mm. I've been doing my best to keep my spirits up by finding joy in whatever way I can. With that being said, I was pretty pissed off from the election as I drove around downtown. Ooh, I don't want to say where, just to not put your business out there. During rush hour. I was listening to A Seat at the Table all day as a form of self-care. And when FUBU came on, I remembered the story that Dustin told us in the Toxic (laughs) Culture of Positivity episode about you guys blasting the song as loud as possible in front of all the white people at the airport. Don't tell me she rolled down her window and blasted (laughs) it. That story truly made my heart smile. And I'm happy to say that I followed in y'all's footsteps and turned FUBU all the way up (laughs) as loud as I could in front of all those white people stuck in rush hour traffic. Or waiting to catch the train on the metro. Thank you guys for an inspiring moment <laughs> as self-care for me. And I hope that you guys are finding the joy in whatever way you can. I can't wait for y'all to come here. 
Love you guys. <laughs> Y'all are so funny. So thank you, Jenny Jones. I just really thought, you know, <laughs> anytime you can just love yourself and do things to love on yourself, I just, I, I love that. So I'm glad that it was that. Fran, what about you? What did you see in the comments for last week's episode? So on SoundCloud, I don't know if it's Myra Myra or Mira Mira. Hey. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> I'm fucking with it. Peach pipe, crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but what if it's Mira Myra or Myra Mira? Listen, same thing. The combination is endless. I bet you she know who we talking to. (laughs) Myra Myra. I love Ava Mama. Oh my God, they need. I love that. You know, it's about time for another revival. I feel like they go. I don't know. I'm sorry, Frank. Go ahead. (laughs) I love y'all. So let's say Eminem. Eminem says, this episode was so needed. We need to come together as a community to combat hate and ignorance. People say that black people are crabs in a barrel. What? But I think we overlook the fact that crabs don't belong in a barrel in the first place. We as black and brown people were put in the barrel and not by our own doing. But since we're here and it's so painfully obvious how much others want to keep us down, we need to come together now more than ever. I will personally take more initiative to uplift our people more. Thank you for the positive, uplifting conversation after such a hard week. All I right. Like I like that. Right? That resonated because that really was the intention with the episode to kind of show, let's forget the outside world for a second and look at our own community and see what we can do to unify where we fall short. So that we can just like strengthen up and stop trying to be included and just worry about us for a second. That's right. So, Sir Dustin, what did you find out here in these Twitter streets? In these streets. In these streets. Oh, in these streets. In these streets. Not on the sidewalk. Okay, so I found, first of all, I want to give a shout out to um, Sir S. Cupcake, S I R S C U P C K A C A K E. I think they email too. Sorry, it's Cupcake. Cupcake Harrison is her name, not to be confused with that disgusting, vile rapper named Cupcake. Who I, Do you know who I'm who, talking about? Uh, no. No, and good. Let's keep moving. <laughs> no, I'm good. That, that ain't even no homework. Cupcakes, That's a just aren't never they mind. Bisexual polyamorous. Back to um, <laughs> Cupcake Harrison, SRS Cupcake. Who tweeted, friends on pie, giving me life, driving to mom's cancer treatment. Asante and Dustin had great flow. Thanks for the melody. Hey, friend. Hey. She played the theme song and she showed us. You know, I, I love, love those hair. videos where they show themselves enjoying it. Yes. So shout out to her. And, and Thanks for the and, vibes, yeah, Cupcake. Double shout out to. energy to your mom. Before you move on, double t- mm-hmm. shout out to DJ. Uh, oh, DJ. Uh, Cupcake, because she wrote into the email, too, and I was going to read it. But she says that she's a dark-skinned woman and lifestyle submissive slash save, a slave. And I thought that was a very interesting way of putting that. But I think that that is super dope that you uh, she teaches dance and she's into relationship dynamics and all this stuff. So. That's why she was fucking with our show last week, too. So double shout-out to you. What's up, Cupcake? All right. We also want to give a shout-out to at KingTHero1, which is Q-U-I-N-C-E-E-H-A-R-R-O-W-1 on Twitter, who said, um, at look at Dustin, so every time my husband is asleep or talking to me, now literally, every time my husband is either asleep or, or talking, talking to, me, to me, okay, she yells, <laughs> Those hips better roll. LOL, he's officially annoyed. Hashtag thanks. Not when you he's asleep. You are welcome. <laughs> yes. You are more than welcome. You know, we like to do our part around here. Um, also want to give a quick shout out to the Griot, uh, who tweeted an article saying that a Texas mother 
kicked her seven-year-old son. <laughs> her a Texas mother kicked a seven-year-old son out of her house because he voted for Trump in a mock election at his school. What? Mm-hmm. And in the video, the young Texas boy <laughs> really can be seen. Families apart. In the video, the young Texas boy can be seen screaming and crying as his mother gives him a suitcase and shows him the door. No, come Since on. You, quote, <laughs> Is quote, this for real? Since you voted for Donald Trump, you can get your shit and get out, no. she tells the young boy. He continues to scream and plead with his mother, who just gives him a sign to hold with an explanation that he voted for Trump, quote, so when the people see you outside, they know why you're standing out there. No, that So I just can't wanted to give real. a shout-out to the Griot for that Damn. story. Um, and I also want to give one last shout-out to at Adorable Anthony, that's A-D-O-R-A-B-L-E, Anthony, who tweeted, when you catch people having sex in your backyard, and now I want you guys to just listen to the audio. This is clean. We're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> just listen to this, y'all. Are y'all for real? Dumbass bitches. Get the fuck away from here. <laughs> That's what he said. Somebody might have turned people, this up on their desk. To the people who literally he got caught. Look at this, you guys. That's what he said. That's what he saw. Dumbass bitch. The foresight to record to record it. I'm just so thankful that you said, you know what? Before I go out here and embarrass these fools, let me push record. Thank you for thinking of us. That's how you make America great again. <laughs> So on this week's episode, mm-hmm. considering, you know, the last couple of weeks have been pretty heavy, we want, and it's almost Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. By the time you guys hear this, Thanksgiving will be the next day. We have a turkey on the table. Right? Oh, turkey on and the table. Ham on the side. And it better be good. Oh, okay. Just before you get started, mm-hmm. personal question. I know you are vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Do you still enjoy your greens with you know, the meat gravy in there, or would you just not even touch it because the meat gravy still might make it a little sick? They, Crystal just asked me the same thing. She and I know was that like, she did. I but I was wondering just out of turkey. curiosity for herself, too. No. You wouldn't eat it? Mm-mm. And, is, and would it make you sick because you haven't eaten meat in so long? I don't know if it would make me sick. It may. I don't think it's heavy enough to make me sick, mm. but I'd just rather Absolutely not, not test yeah. it at Thanksgiving. For sure. <laughs> Be at the house, like, guys. Um, but yeah, she actually hit me asking the same thing. I know some vegetarians that be bent on the rules, so you know. I mean, I know vegetarians that taste. eat fish. I know some backsliding vegetarians. I seen a couple of them. <laughs> I seen one of them at um, what's the deli by your house, Asante? The, at the deli by Asante. A vegetarian <laughs> at the deli. The, the majestic. Yeah. What was he getting? A, a Philly steak and cheese. <laughs> I didn't say nothing because I was like, okay, maybe he's hold like on a steak. plan. Did he say, hold so maybe the steak. it's like a, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> Just one a day or something. I don't know how it works, you know. <laughs> one a day. But yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of lying ass vegans. And where I ain't hear them vegans say nothing when that Harambe shit went down. Did y'all hear? I ain't hear P. I ain't heard nothing. <laughs> The vegans was quiet about Harambe. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, listen, Me either. I wasn't looking for them for that. I, right. I, I, I. But vegans just do the most. Like That's why I don't really push the agenda online. I had to kind of back away from that scene. Because did you see the video where they had the women crying in the beginning? Uh-uh. And what was they, wrong with them? They wanted some meat. <laughs> they was hungry. I mean, <laughs> I'm just fine. <fighting. laughs> <laughs> Please. 
when I tell you the premise of the video, you're going to be like, oops. No. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> Fuck, damn. I'm going to feel so bad now. I'm no. sorry, y'all. <laughs> no. This, no, but it's actually really bad on um, Peter's part. Is it Peter or Peter? Peter. <laughs> Lou Peter. <laughs> <laughs> on Peter's part, they had these women act like... Like, it, it seemed like a documentary, and the women were discussing, like, being violated and, you know, how it didn't feel good when they were touched. So you're thinking immediately, because you don't know this is a PETA ad, you're thinking, oh, my God, these women are, like, sexual assault victims because of the way that, that they're describing, you know, what they've been through. And then all of a sudden, one of the women picks up, like, a cat or something, and right, and then basically, I'm over here feeling horrible. They're basically recreating what animals experience when they're in the slaughterhouse. Which let me say, I understand, like that's a horrible thing. But I don't think that it was fair to use a storyline for us to get emotionally invested into the sexual assault aspect. You know, like that was f- so twisted to me. I'm like, there are other ways to describe animals in the slaughterhouse and not using women. You know, to make you yeah. think they've been raped. Like, it was so odd. I'm like, who directed this? They yeah, act like... So. And they, they caught it, nothing. though. People went ape shit. No pun intended. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Get you wet, wet. Let me tell you something. They don't do anything to make you want to support any make of it. the causes that they support. Nothing. They don't do anything to encourage you to get on board. All they do is it's try so to shame you, and, and then like sh- yeah, that's totally really disrespectful. Get... Like, come on. Yeah, a lot of women went in on their asses. Like, I hope so. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I'm. Sh- I don't even know if they took it down or not, but I know they were. They heard people's voices because I was like, "What the? F- why would you do that? This is exactly why people hate vegans. Because <laughs> be shit some... like that. It's just too aggressive. It has nothing to do with the food." There's some messed up stuff that be going on in these marketing ads. Because uh, I was watching... Oh, Crystal actually showed us once upon a time this old commercial, like uh, something uh, Asian or something. These people, it's like the guy and his daughter, and it just gets really sad. And then you find out it's like an insurance commercial. And then it's like, <laughs> damn, that's like... But you really do need the insurance, so it was kind of like I see it. But it was like a whole, like, the girl got into a car accident, her daddy, they was arguing before, and, and then he gave her the heart. And it was like, was what? It lifetime? No, this is like some uh, overseas some commercial from like a... He gave her like his in- heart? Yeah, it was something real extreme. And you cried during the commercial because it was that sad. And I I actually saw the com- uh, they talked about the commercial again because Vice was talking about how you can go do these um, experiences in different countries and uh, you can just cry. Like, it's supposed to help you release... Like, it's supposed to be a good emotional release to feel better about stuff afterwards. But that damn commercial came back up in the mix. <laughs> Thought about Crystal trying to make me cry all over again. <laughs> I wish y'all could see their faces. Yeah, marketing is crazy. Oh, Who in the hell is running Peter's Twitter? The Westboro Baptist <laughs> Church? <laughs> Who's running Peter's Twitter? Look, man? as long as Peter Mike didn't Pence. jump on the ASAP right. challenge... <laughs> Um, as long as Peter didn't jump on the ASAP Pence challenge, got like booed or something at the Hamilton musical. He didn't oh. even get booed. Or they told they said something on stage, right? Yep. They read, very read, eloquently, yeah. Like no disrespect whatsoever. Okay. Who got booed then? Did they get booed? Mike for Pence saying got booed in Mike the Pence audience. Got booed. Some audience members booed Mike Pence. Oh shit! But the Hamilton so. cast members gave him um, a very eloquently delivered Speech. message. Yeah, I saw um, that. Part. And everybody was mad, especially. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up 
because I want to have a word really briefly, friend, mm-hmm. with Janine Pirro. Do you guys remember her, Judge Janine Pirro? She had one of them judge shows. Well, apparently now she's on Fox and she's nothing Is for she you like to remember. she's like the Italian one or something? I she, only know Judge Judy. She Let looks me. like a knuckle. You, if you see her, you'll know who I'm talking <laughs> no. about. But she's now on Fox News. <laughs> she's now on Fox News, of course. And I have to admit, I didn't see this coming because she didn't let her racism show too much on the show. Uh-oh. But now it's in full force and caps like fluorescent highlighter on Fox News and a little clip was shown of her I guess giving a rant <laughs> about the, what happened at the Hamilton play and she said that the This is um, a before and after photo <laughs> by the way. She said that I the um she said that the Hamilton actors need to stick to hip hop and dancing across the stage. Mm. Right, and she was really, really aggressive, and I just want her to know: don't take it out on us just because your ass ain't never been able to dance. If you look at Janine Pirro, you can totally see that she is a person who has never had any rhythm, always danced to the words and like not the beat. No, you know what I'm saying? Not it's not our word. fault that you've watched Black Girl Magic all your life and you've seen everybody else's whose hips better roll, okay? And you've been sitting off to the sideline. Don't be mad because they getting paid to do it on Broadway and you're on Fox. You got to go all the way to Fox News to be a bitch, and we still don't care. And Your you know voice still means part? nothing. Our president-elect was tweeting right. about tweeting. I'm like, yo, we really have a president that subtweets and tweets. And, it, like, yep. what does the world come yep. to? Our president was tweeting. We got a president that ain't even going to live in the goddamn White House. What kind of president doesn't live and in the White House? was looking for the weekends off. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's not even. I can't even clock into this. I'm going to go about. back into my bubble. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Do you own your student loan or does your student loan own you? Your student loan debt might look like an impossible mountain to climb, but defaulting on your loans can mean ruined credit, career roadblocks, and ever-deepening debt. To bring more awareness to the issue of student loan debt and to help create solutions, the Thurgood Marshall College Fund has created and launched the hashtag in the black campaign. That's hashtag in the black. African-American students carry a disproportionate level of the overall student debt load, $1.2 trillion in outstanding debt. High levels of student loan debt can put you at a severe disadvantage from the start of your professional career. High student loan debt means less money for savings, buying a home, or starting a business. The Thurgood Marshall College Fund hopes to raise awareness about student loan repayment options for college students, graduates, and young professionals. To learn more about this important campaign, visit GetInTheBlack.org. That's GetInTheBlack.org to learn more about the Thurgood Marshall College Fund and how your debt doesn't need to hold your life back. Um, like we were saying, the past couple of weeks have been a little heavy with the election and just every. I feel like everyone's just kind of in a in a heavy space. It's also that end of the year burnout, and I think 2016 was a pretty trying year, right? Absolutely. Overall, I think a lot of people will agree with that. I'm noticing like a common theme with this uh, year busting everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's have a high vibrational episode. Something light. Right? Let's put out some good some good energy. <laughs> feel it. Feel it. <laughs> so I had a question for you guys. Question? We're about to turn this into a wellness Tell me what you think about Friends me. question. <laughs> Dustin rolled his eyes like, God damn it. <laughs> Friends question. <laughs> Alright, so I have a question. Question? What are three ways, and shout out to Shameless hey. Maya for um, actually inspiring this conversation to me because I just filmed 
a slumber party with her while I was in LA. It's when everyone participates. Right. And so she was Oh, not what are three ways. <laughs> she was she was discussing, you know, the different wh- beliefs. Her question was about beliefs, belief systems, like what are beliefs that you used to have that you no longer have, right? Mm. But I wanted to kind of twist it a little bit and make it a little more general where it's not just about your belief system. But I want to use this episode for you to to kind of brag a little bit and and say ways that you have changed for the better. Like, like tell me three ways that maybe you had like a negative mindset about something specific or even if it could be something in your personality, something about yourself that you discovered this year, this very trying year of 2016, that you've managed to change or maybe you're glowing up in a certain way. Like, let's make it a brag session about what's going right in your life. And I want those of you listening to do the same. I think this year we've all been focusing on the hard parts, but let's shine some light on what's worked out for you, what's allowed you to glow up, what projects you have coming up. Maybe, you know, you had a shitty relationship in the beginning of the year and now you're in a way better one. Or maybe you had a shitty one and you're by yourself, but you're happier. You know, like... Let's share some some good thoughts and things we can be grateful for right before Thanksgiving. What do you guys think? That's cool. I think that's a great topic to have. What am I grateful for? So brag, for? brag, Dustin. Why, I got to go for Talk it. about how I'm Brag, <laughs> brag, brag, Dustin. Yeah, we want more. We want more. Yeah, I just got a note from friend, but you ain't here for me. <laughs> um, let's see. This year I have worked very, very hard on embracing and personifying humility. Really? Especially in my relationships, in my personal relationships in my life. So, like, my friendships, my relationships with my family members. I've just really been trying to be very aware of humility and the spaces that it fits in those relationships. Because I feel like that can be the saving grace. Because it takes someone, in order for there to be, like, resolution or peace or in order to manage communication and interaction between people somebody's got to be thinking first and so because i love and care about people i don't mind thinking first and so that's kind of been like my mindset and it's been successful for me and it's also opened up the door for me to have conversations where i can like be enriched through not necessarily criticism but through dialogue like open dialogue because sometimes when people feel like it's okay for them to explain themselves Sometimes their tripping kind of makes sense when you look at, like, what you contributed. And so I've been open to that. Now, again, let me preface that by saying that this is when we're talking about people that I love and care about. Right. Who all those people know who they are. So if you're not on that, if if there's a question, if there (laughs) is a margin of error (laughs) of some sort, then you know that you don't belong. (laughs) Belong. Ain't for you. And this doesn't apply to you. This is for people that matter. So And how have you mm-hmm. how have you reached that point? Like what did you do to change that? I went through some things that made me understand what it felt like not to be valued. I went through some things where it made me understand what it felt like to be devastated. And I went through some things where it made me understand what it felt like to be left to figure everything out and figure out how to move forward. 
And I decided that that didn't feel good, and I never wanted anybody that I cared about to feel like that. And so in order to avoid that, you have to now show up and be a lot more present when you are in these relationships, even when it comes down to policing yourself and really understanding the things that you say, the things that you do, and intention. Mm. So, so you were literally humbled in yeah. 2016. Yeah, it but actually happened it in benefit. 2014, so it took me a minute to get here. <laughs> you know, I'm still being triaged, <laughs> but I'm waiting. I'm in the waiting room. So yeah, I just want to be good, and I feel like if I'm being if I'm being nice to people that I care about, and if I'm doing my best to help other people, I feel like I'll end up in the right spaces that will guarantee me success and, like, fulfillment. And because that's what I desire the most, that's really all that matters. I love that. Thank you. What about you, Sante? Tell us one way that you... So when he said just be good, I thought a little toy lucky. (laughs) She sang the hell out of that. Homework, look up. Good to Me by Latoya Luckett off her second album, Lady Love. Lady Love. Ooh. Okay, but did you listen to Lady Love? Oh my God. Have you heard any of Lady Love? Yeah. I'm trying to think. What was the single? Um, Not anymore. There wasn't another one. She ain't got shit on me. That That, one. I knew I I was going to say that. (laughs) She ain't got shit on me. Oh, (laughs) I'm dead. Okay. What about you, Asante? What's something that may have been a challenge this year, but you found a way to flip it, and now you're on the glow up? Ooh, um, I've always struggled, and I still struggle with my voice. Like, just as a person, <laughs> as, you know, a creative. I hate that as... show, too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you never know who's going to turn around the damn chair now. It's like, it's oh, wait, so somebody. <laughs> it's like somebody hits, and it's like, damn. Somebody else says, is that Cheech and Speaking Charles? Speaking of, like, shout, out, shout out to Courtney Harrell, who is <laughs> on The Voice this, this <laughs> season. Not like how y'all both are like, oh. No, it's cool. Um, she's my homegirl. Damn. Vote <laughs> for Courtney Harrell on The Voice. <laughs> look, 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 for real. look, look. I bet Courtney will get up here and sing for right. us, huh? And now, Courtney going to make us remember it. And Courtney's amazing. That's my homie. We came up in the industry together. I'm gonna go look, um, we check were her artists out. at the same time. So to see her just finally be like, fuck it, I'm gonna put myself out there on this damn TV show. I'm so proud of you. She's killing it. I'm hearing Claude was telling me that she's killing it. So congratulations, Courtney. And if you watch The Voice, please vote her for her. The Voice has some stars on there. She's a star, though. Like, she's right. gorgeous. The voice and then have- can write and can sing and can dance. She's literally perfect. So. Check I'm gonna check her out. Guys. I'm. You told me to. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna watch it now out. and vote for her. Yeah, she's so dope. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Who, who, who turned around? Who turned around for her? Um, the the country guy. I don't. Oh, Blake. Yes, that's who turned around. Yeah, man, I just said Quinn. I don't really too. know what that means, but that's what I heard. Blake Shelton's his name. Oh, you know, um, when the people are singing for the audition, whoever likes them will press the button, and then the chair turns around so you can see who picked oh, you. Oh, and or then who they like on you. their team. Well, if two or three people, or if all of them pick you, you at that point have to pick who you want to be your mentor. Got you, got you. Because, you know, if Blake turns around, but then Pharrell turns around, I don't want Blake, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, maybe I want Blake, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I struggle a lot with my voice, hence I always do that other voice. Um, in public spaces, because I, I've always struggled with my voice belongs. I've always struggled with um, 
you know, talking from last week's episode, talking in school and being the proper one or whatever to go from that and then do acting school, you know, act, take acting in, in high school and they tell you, oh, you know, get rid of your accent, all these different things. It's kind of like you start to lose yourself. You do all these different acting exercises and you just kind of fall down this hole. Like, you know, uh, if you know any creative, you're always kind of teetering on the edge of something, right? Like you always have to kind of play with something for a push. So <laughs> play with something for a push. So I thought you said for a push. Once <laughs> I, like, well, technically. <laughs> once I moved to New York. Oh, my God. Once I moved to New York, <laughs> at some point along the way, <laughs> I stopped, like, just sharing my voice in certain spaces. And a lot of that had to do with, um, you know, everyday life and not tying my work time or trying to separate my work from, you know, my, my part-time work from, you know, my creative work and what I want to do and making sure that everything aligns. It's like you just really start to lose yourself the more you pile these different layers on. So over the past year alone, it's like you kind of start, I started to peel back some of these layers and figure out what they mean. So as I share my voice in more spaces and talk to people, like on the podcast, people say, oh, you know, we're listening, you've changed so much, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, well, damn, I did not want to talk to people like to begin with just because I put my voice away for so long. So now to talk and people actually hear me and they want to hear more of me in certain areas, it's kind of like, well, damn, I guess I, I should be doing this. It was what I wanted to do initially and I lost myself. So now I just need to get back to that. And slowly but surely, it's kind of like through alignment with people that are of like mind and want to do things for themselves to be better and for other people to be better. I kind of just matched up in a space, you know, the friend zone where we can kind of grow and build as ourselves and with each other and kind of teach other people along the way to do that. And I think that's why I just started to glow up a little bit because it was like finally I found like a space where I can be positive and promote stuff and I can also learn something. And then added bonus, you got Fran over here teaching me how to live my life a little bit better. And then I'm doing with my homeboy, Dustin, who always makes me laugh and shit. It's like, what more could you ask for? Right. It's like you going to work, but are you really going to work? But then it, we had those heavy episodes where it was like, I don't want to do this. But it's kind of like after a good cry, you feel real. You feel better after that. So some of those heavy episodes... Coming in and doing it, the process was a little icky. And, you know, I'd be running from my feelings because I've thrown my voice under the layers. So to peel back some of that on the show and, you know, it'd be hard and tough. But because you've been picking at it, it's a little easier. So once you once you realize, like, what the process is for your happiness or, you know, you're moving out of certain spaces and areas, it kind of makes you uh, it makes you quicker. It makes you want to do things a little bit uh, better and faster. And so better so as i've grown over this past year it just makes me want to do more and help others do more because a lot of people have come along and and helped me along the way so i'm just glad i'm so thankful to be a part of this platform here one of many um what about you friend i think the biggest one for me this year is business based um for a long time i couldn't like i've always known that that talking about feelings and wellness and wanting to be better and kind of like evolve into being better online while also helping those who are watching me evolve. That was my thing. Like that's always been my thing, wanting to be healthier and, you know, researching and being a seeker of information. But I didn't really know how to turn that into 
a sustainable brand, you know, because it's like, how do you talk about feelings and maintain that integrity that that's your intention mm. while also paying your bills? <laughs> and it just was something that I found myself struggling with so much because I'd get hit up by a lot of companies that would kind of test me in a way like, yeah, we know you're doing wellness, but maybe if you just sell this and sell that. And, and I never felt tested in the sense of like, damn, maybe I should give in. But I always felt tested in like, is having integrity just not sustainable? <laughs> mm. You know, is this not, is this something that I'm just, I've picked the wrong career for, you know, like trying to be a social media influencer who actually cares for people and isn't trying to like sell you snake oils, you know what I mean? And waist trainers and <laughs> fit tea and whatever else, you know, you kind of have to get initiated into selling. So I was becoming a bit disenchanted after a while, like, you know, obviously struggling financially and, and trying to be so stuck on my mission statement. You know, I passed up a lot of major opportunities that I was just like, no, it doesn't align. It doesn't align. And I'm so I'm so thankful that I don't know what changed this year that like. I mean, I, I know one big thing that changed was that I stopped looking for the opportunities and realized that I had to create them. Mm. And that was, like, the biggest shift. <laughs> Your stomach agreed. Sorry, you guys. And that was the that biggest... That was a word. <laughs> that was probably the biggest shift that I noticed in me where it was, like, instead of being this victim, like, oh, this isn't going to work. I'm trying my best to be a good person and the world just doesn't cater. It was like, well, okay, if you want to be, if integrity is like the source of your creativity, then you have to create things that will allow you to stay there. Mm. So things like the friend zone, you know, saying yes to this. And then even with my um, wellness retreat, having the the brand that I'm working with, Raw Apothecary, um, they had initially hit me to work on YouTube they wanted me to be their ambassador and, and post like monthly YouTube videos. And I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> like it's not, I, there's no way I'm going to sell product right. every month on YouTube. Like that is the hardcore. Yeah. I'm like I, I didn't even feel right in my stomach with that. Um, the check is great, you, but I just didn't feel right. Oh, I have to. And it's always right, isn't it? Yeah. Because anytime I, I've made a mistake, it's always been because I didn't listen to my gut. You know, I went against it. And my gut is always like, all right, girl, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> but, you know, so I, but instead of just being like, damn, here's another opportunity I can't take. You know, I sat with them and I was like, hey, I have this wellness retreat. And that's what I want to be doing. What, you know, what would it take for you guys to kind of not view me as just a YouTuber, but as also like an offline persona where I'm actually like traveling and meeting my subscribers and creating you know these retreats of wellness in different cities and if you guys would sponsor that would you guys be open to that and it has nothing to do with YouTube like not directly anyways you know so I became more aggressive in creating the world that I needed to live in and when they said yes it was like, <laughs> like I was like, holy shit, that's all it takes. Yep. Well, I could have easily just been like, oh, damn, okay, well, they want YouTube. I don't want YouTube. That's it. But I was like, no, 
I, I have to make this happen for what I do want. And I think that was probably the biggest lesson this year. Like, don't sit there and just be a victim at what's not working. Try to figure out a way to make it fit the image you have in your head, even if you have to bend a little bit, because we all have to bend. You have to be a little more fluid because things aren't going to be exactly how you envision it. But if you can meet meet it halfway and have whatever it is meet you halfway, like it's the best feeling. You know, because they gave a little, I gave a little, and now we have a freaking intensity tour happening next yeah. year. So that was the biggest lesson for me as well. Like create what you're looking for, but also don't be so stubborn. Like let go a little bit because I'm such a control freak. I am such a control freak that it's problematic. But I problematic. think this year has learned, has taught me to just like be easy. Like everything won't be exactly how you want it. And it's okay to like, bend and those probably my two biggest lessons you know what because of you i think i've been uh building like that business backbone because you you already had that like every time (laughs) we've sat down and talked like you just have that but um you remember we did sunday dinner a couple years ago yeah and dustin was hosting it like i was like the behind the scenes part of that and so it was weird for me this year, this past weekend, doing Sunday sessions, and I was the host, like, as opposed to having someone else host it. And tell and people so, what Sunday dinner is, for those who don't know Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I guess that ties into the, the, the overall. So, um, two years ago, I threw my first showcase, my first music showcase. It was called Sunday Dinner, and um, it was, super, it was super, super dope. Like, it was a dope vibe. Dustin was dressed up. It felt like date night on a Sunday. That's how it was supposed mm-hmm. to feel. And then the artists all, it was a, a lineup of soul artists, and then we had a rapper that headlined. And um, the soul artists, like, at some at one point, they all, all three of the acts just got up on stage and, like, rocked out, completely unrehearsed. And it was, like, the bomb. The jam bomb. session. Like, it was hell, so cool. Yeah, freestyled that part. And it was just the bomb. And so um, I got that really good vibe. And then because of financial reasons, I couldn't do another one. And then I just got far away from the idea and it kept getting away from me. So then fast forward two years later on a Sunday at... My spot, Pompette Wine Shop, by the way, 420 Linux, okay, I say it every week. Like, to be there at this, like, beautiful wine shop with this beautiful vibe and scene. And, like, um, you know, it's my homie's wine shop because we've been kicking it for so long. And then to have an artist perform and be amazing and write online with what I want and, or, like, you know, the type of people I want to work with. Cause I, totally your creation. Totally. You didn't wait for someone to say, hey... How would you like to have a showcase? You were like, you know, it would be dope. That would make me happy working with my friends and creating a showcase. You know, Boom. I, you know, how we always talk about like how I want to do showcase music stuff, this, that, and the third. So then one day, Moselle was like, I want to do music in the shop. So immediately, I, I pulled the card. I'm like, I'll help you. What What do you want to do? How many people you want? Like, what's up? And then shout it out on the show. P.S. Shout out to Tamiko, I believe. Tamiko or Tamika. I hate, I hope I'm not messing this up. She is the one that told Riketti. Uh, shout out to Riketti that performed on Tuesday to uh, reach out to us and hit us up because oh, she listens nice. to the friend zone. So I wanted to make sure I shout all of them up and say special thanks to Riketti and Zayad, the rapper that she had performed with her. Um, it was just a really beautiful, dope session. And when, you know, music speaks to my soul. So to sit there and to host it and present it and then it just be all the magic I could want and then some in a room with a bunch of beautiful black faces. Like, it was all the, the beautiful... And, there were like lawyers in the room, business owners, like all sorts of people from the neighborhood. And then people that I knew my, you know, my barber was there. He's a business owner and then I love it. he's Moselle's, uh, you know, who's another business owner's barber. So it's like, it was a room full of like 
dope creatives and it was all black creatives and we had a gin sponsor and so people were buying energy to harlem is just look, so to, nice and i even said i said it's it's so amazing to give back to a community that's embraced me because i've been in harlem for six like over six years when i first moved here i lived in brooklyn for a month and said i'm not coming back <laughs> <laughs> and i've been in harlem and i honestly want to build in harlem like i would love to put up a space in harlem so i want to continue to build the music scene if if it's at the Pompet, we'll do it at the Pompet. But I've decided, like how you just decided to break the mold and create your own. I'm just gonna do my own series and, and scenes and meet as many people along the way as I can. And through that, through that journey, because life is a journey, so I might as well enjoy it, right? Through that journey of all the people that I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna figure out dope ways that we can all work together. Yeah. And it might not be immediate stuff, you know. For those listening, you meet people sometimes and you wanna do stuff with them, or you know, you might not want to down the road. Things can happen that can change your life, like great things, you know. So don't count anybody out. Never do that. Another and don't be to afraid say. to ask for help too. Oh, absolutely. That's a big thing that that's an, that's another lesson I guess for this year that I had to learn because I'm such a like I do it myself because I need to do it because if I don't do it then it won't be done right. Like that's my I'm mentality for black. everything. <laughs> I'm still struggling with that, but this year as part of the letting go, I've learned to understand that yes doing everything yourself guarantees that it'll get done and get done how you want it but you can actually accomplish so much more if you are willing to partner up with people or you know like obviously doing this with the two of you um getting to work with crystal like getting to work with angela Yee and tatiana king like i me stepping outside of myself and combining with other entities and their energies and then seeing what we can create together has been another really important lesson for me too. Like Fran, you cannot do everything on your own. Yes. Like you're going to hit a wall at some point. It's good to create with other people and see where you guys can take it as a team. So my last question question right and this one kind of ties back more to shameless Maya's slumber party episode but what's a negative belief that you had and it doesn't just have to be from this year but it can be that you know you right now at this point have been able to shift it whether it's maybe you didn't believe that like I'll, I'll say mine for example on the show I said um I didn't I always thought that life was suffering mm. and even like Buddhist quotes and a lot of people I know and just from seeing people's lives around me, everyone's life is so hard. And even people that I find awesome, there's still more hardness than there is like calmness. And for a long time, I thought, well, maybe life is this thing where for the most part you suffer and you and you just like trying to catch glimpses of breath <laughs> more so than Tuh. it being a great life where you just have a little bit of suffering you know I just never really saw it that way because I didn't see examples of it but now and obviously life is going to be ups and downs and right now I'm on an up so downs, it's easy for me to speak from this higher feeling I'm in now but I think speaking from here I can say that I don't think life is suffering like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it's it can be hard, but I think for the most part, it can also be pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'm true. happy to know that because I really, for a long time, didn't believe that that was real. I thought, like, you'll always have money problems to a certain extent. 
You'll always kind of be lingering for someone that you can't have. You'll always, you know, like, because that's all you see. Everyone around you has those same themes. So I'm kind of blown right now that I'm like, maybe not. So that's a, a, you know, that's a thought process for me that has shifted. So I'm curious if in your life, the culmination of your whole life to where you are today sitting here, is there something you really believe to be true that now you no longer believe to be true? Yeah, it's been very hard for me to, it's been very hard for me to take risks professionally and personally because I grew up living by a moral code that was very um, strict and, and it was very set in stone and it was a, it was a way that things were done. And so I kind of like learned how to live within that. And so once I kind of freed myself of that, I was forced to like say, okay, I have to actually figure out how to legitimize myself into something. I have to actually feel out, figure out how to kind of find my place, how to actually kind of find my way outside of just doing what I'm told is the right thing to do. And I had a few external factors working in the mix too. So this is a lot of things to figure out. And so um, because of that, like I said, I was forced to literally start being actually present in situations and figuring out what I wanted to do and, and what made sense. So because of that, I ended up exactly where I am today. This is something I never would have done before because I would have felt like, but you know what? Nope, I need to go ahead and get this job that's going to give me this financial security and these benefits and live here and make this sense and do this and be very simple and not do anything that would tap into my creative side. And when people know me, they know that I'm a person who is extremely fun-loving and I'm very, very creative. I like to make up shit. And so, (laughs) like, I needed to figure out a way to work and make that. I needed to figure out how how to fuse and balance passion with work and sustaining myself yeah yeah and and i didn't know that that really existed i didn't know i could do that so i'm just really grateful that i have found that clarity and that now i'm able to say okay i'm dustin and this is what i do i'm a host and i'm an actor and i'm taking chances and taking meetings now that you know will put me in certain positions and i don't feel like i don't have enough done to ask for help on a certain level anymore like now I'm I feel confident enough to kind of present myself. So, I'm really glad that I'm here and I'm I've never been more clear about what I wanted to do and about what I had to do to make it happen. I've never been more clear about the work that I need to do on myself and I've never been more clear about areas for improvement um without shame. I'll put it to you like that. So now I'm just trying to like polish up this stone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> file these edges and shit and just, you know, I'm just trying to make sure my stuff is good so that I can really go after what I want. And this is all part of that humbling. Mm -hmm. So it seems like you've been humbled this Mm -hmm. year. I've been journaling. I've been doing every, yeah. You've been been journaling? mm -hmm. Are you serious? Very. I've been doing everything that I have to do. Oh my God, that is so cool. Mm -hmm. I just pictured you in your bed. (laughs) That is so cool, Dustin. With, nah, but <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, just trying to work on it and just end up, you know, I want to make movies, I want to host, I want to be like on Good Morning America or the Today Show, and I want to have like a show on the Travel Channel, and I want to mm. like make content. And we had a meeting earlier that 
sounds like it may be a, you a know. new door opening for Sir Dustin. You know, so yeah, I'm just I'm just really, really excited. I'm really, really, really excited. Yay. Really excited. Yep. That's awesome. Thank you, friend. Yes. Thank you for sharing. You awesome. You so awesome. <laughs> you so awesome. And what about you, Asante? Is there a belief, a negative belief that you have somehow been able to drop? Or it maybe it was positive and now it's negative, whichever way. You know, I feel like I have just paid more attention this year than I have over the past few years. Like, I feel like uh, because we did the show last year, I kind of had to pay more attention to a lot of a lot more things going on in my life and with me versus all of the things I felt like were bogging me down on the outside. Like, you know, not that it was an excuse, but I feel like for a very long time, the Internet was attacking me, not me personally in my mentions, but the fact that you just log on and you see all these ads and all this bullshit. And it was just like I just even watching TV now, I'm really sensitive to watching TV because when you see commercials like, yeah, I can watch trash or whatever. But the moment you go into all these different commercials, there are all these different things about fucking nothing. And so I just be like, God damn, this is what the fuck is going on on TV now. Like, I just want to keep the one line of trash, not the (laughs) the trash being interrupted with five to to ten different types of things I know I'm not going to need on top of the shit I'm already watching. Right. So I just have really stuck with the belief this year of um, learning how to write write things down and release them, um, whether I write them down for myself, because it helps you work your thoughts out. It, just to be able to sit and say what you need to say in a way that will help you see what it is that you want, because sometimes you think you want something and you don't know what it is until you <laughs> wrote it down, read it back, and said, damn, is this what I want to do? Because towards the beginning of the year, I was writing down shit like, oh, I want to be on a TV show doing this, that, and the third. But as I've done more gigs and different things, I'm like, Okay, so now I know what type of TV show I would like to do right. or be interested in doing and how I would want to host it and if I was doing that. that's the importance of putting yourself out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. To and narrow so, it down. And so through writing, it was kind of like, all right, like for one of my journals loosely, it's something like I'm on this podcast and I feel like I'm talking, but, you know, what's the end game here? What am I talking about or what am I trying to get to as I'm talking? And so then I'm looking through and it's like, well, you're talking because the podcast is important and you're helping work yourself out and other people take from that as well. But your true end game is what? So we're on this podcast, right? And I do the Music Man segment, and we're on SoundCloud. We meet music people all the time. I always talk about how much I love music, sing during the show. It was like all these little quirky things happening every week, and I was like, that's what it is. And it almost made me look back and say, well, that's who you were, so what happened? So now I'm in a stage where because of journaling and reflecting and writing, where I can say, okay, so this is what happened over the last year you changed. So at what point before that did you stop, and how can you prevent that in the future? Or, you know, not prevent it, or... Even what it is, just looking at these different behaviors um, over the course of a year, I felt like gave me a head up for this year. So I was able to plan out certain things. Like, let's say, for instance, seasonally, you know, your finances. All right. uh, For the holidays, I know I'm going to be banking because I'm going to be working more so I can buy this, that and third and take care of that. Um, Now I I look at it and say, all right. So I know for the holidays, I'm going to be paid. But let me buy the stuff for the holidays so I can use that holiday money to pay for my stuff January, February, March. Like, you know, you just take these looks and leaps into the future and it just helps you get ahead in every way. So that journaling and writing, sometimes I look back on old things that I've written down that I just wrote down, not knowing how I was going to get that week or month. And months later, I wrote down somewhere I wanted a hosting gig. Hosted SoundCloud last week with Dustin yes, out here. Yes, yeah, did the sound, SoundCloud. Did the SoundCloud artist form. I even they hosted for SoundCloud. I even wrote down in one of the intentions, like in one of my intentions journals, <laughs> that I wanted to work with my friends. I said I want to mm-hmm. work more and create more and continue to build with my friends. 
because I feel like I do my best work when we're having fun. I work a job that I don't necessarily like, but I realize when I have fun, I get it done. When you have fun, you get it done. (laughs) Put that on the shirt somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I decided that for me to have my best fun, I want it to be something super organic. And not that I need to look for that, but I can have that. I can get that. I'm doing it now. I can continue to do it. I just have to keep doing what I'm doing now to get there. And that's exactly like my lesson where it's like instead of waiting Waiting for that for your life. Like, I think it's easy for us to be like, damn, I want to be, you know, on TV. Like, let's say you I want to be an actor. I want or I want to host a music gig of some sort. And we kind of like wait. To see if those opportunities come. But it's like, no, that's not how it works. You don't know what it looks like. So you're not not looking for nothing. (laughs) You have to actually like like Dustin said, he he realized he had to put himself out there because how else would have soundcloud found you guys if they didn't see you somewhere and you know what i mean and how else would you have created this uh this music thing with moselle if you hadn't been talking so much about music on this friend zone and it kind of started getting those juices flowing again and you you know like you have to actually create what you're looking for like i'm telling you guys you have to create it and life can be exactly what Maybe not exactly, but it can be very close to what you envision. And most often than not, it's actually better. Man, Because yes. I still had a very limited view of what my life was going to be. And now it's like surpassing that, which is cool. Because I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't think it was going to be like this, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the part of openness. You know, so go and get it, but also be open to it changing and, and being way more awesome. So... Here's my last question. Tell me one thing that you are so, so, so grateful for. Pedicures before the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, I'm and grateful for anything. a lot of stuff. I'm grateful so for grateful. my friendships. That's what I'm grateful for. Mm, I've learned a lot of lessons. I've learned a lot of surprising things about myself. And I've also learned what is really important and what to value. So right now I'm doing pretty good. I have cut a lot of the grass, seen and banished the snakes. <laughs> and I'm I'm in a place now where I have some really strong friendships. And I'm just very, very grateful. And my brother and my sister are on that list. So I am I'm good and I'm just grateful. And I just really want the way I, I put it to you like this. I want my friends to feel the way that I feel about them, about me. Mm. And so because of that, I know what I got to do. I just got all fuzzy inside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that one. What about you, Asante? Um, I just feel like in order for me to be the baddest bitch, I just have to stay being the baddest bitch. Um, No. What was the question? Well, tell me something that you are so, 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 so wholeheartedly grateful for. There are too many things. There are way, honestly, there are way too many things. I mean, what's the first one that comes to mind? Uh, well, just recently, I keep thinking about how I spoke to the kids. Uh, and after saying what I just said, people are like, hey, you speak to kids? Um, (laughs) yeah, so speaking to the kids and really talking to the future after is after Trump, you know, it was just real like, what the fuck is happening? But to talk to a room full of young people that really understand the climate of what's going on and they're interested in figuring out things on their own and building things on their own, it's just so eye-opening. I remember being at a young age 
not concerned with half the stuff that these kids were concerned with. Some people signed up for the workshop that I was doing. Um, shout out to Dwight Vidal for the Young Men of Color Symposium. Dwight. I did a, a presenter's workshop, and it was Podcasting Inspiration 101. And so, oh. yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about podcasting, but I also want to talk to people about, you know, staying inspired. Because, you know, when you're in school, you still need something like that. But uh, for people of color, there's so, I feel like, there aren't a lot of our voices that are being shared. So like you're saying, to create these spaces, I was encouraging these kids to create their spaces, you know? And um, I'm just so thankful. I think of every time I talk to any, each one of them, I remember a few of their names, but it was like, I just remember talking to them and seeing their eyes light up for the future about stuff that they wanted to do. I'm so thankful and grateful to have this podcast and be on loudspeakers but to talk to these kids and then be like, it's so cool that you can talk and all these people can listen to you and you can save it and you can talk about whatever you want. Like to be excited about something. And it wasn't something boring like, oh, yeah, I don't want to say a job. I don't want a job shame. <laughs> don't job shame. But, you know, something. Just <laughs> Is something. it your job? <laughs> yes. It no. ain't shaming. It's telling the truth. Actually, my job's not boring. And telling the truth that. is actually shaming the devil. Hey, now. So go on and let it out. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. No, That's what friends are for. <laughs> so just to know that what I'm doing is going to help other people around me because my friends, you know, we all need to build up and do better and be great for each other. But to know that I'm affecting the generation behind me as well. And, you know, they got us. It's, I'm just grateful to see that. Yeah. What about you, friend? What are you most... Um, mine is actually similar to Dustin's. I'm so grateful for the people around me. Like, I... God, it's almost surreal. I just feel so lucky. You know, like, I safety is a big thing for me. It's It's how I thrive. Like, I need to constantly feel safe. And I can honestly, wholeheartedly say that every single friend that's in my life right now, I have no... Fear, no doubt, no nothing. Like they have my back. Like I like never. It's sometimes I'll be listening to. It's so cute. Sometimes I'll listen to like Jade and XD or the Reed or even Mm -hmm. my own or Cheska Lee. Like, and they'll say things about me that that catch me off guard. (laughs) Like, like they'll bring me up, and I, you know what that is to be like listening to your friends because you support your (laughs) friends, and then they're talking about how awesome you are. So you almost like inadvertently supporting each other, Mm -hmm. and that's so cool to me because it's like the love is so authentic Mm -hmm. that we like sweat each other in a way, and I think that's amazing. And my friends who aren't in the online world, like my godson's mom and Claude, and they're all doing such amazing things. Like my best friend is now, you know, a principal at a school, which I think for, mm-hmm. for being our age, that seems surreal. Maybe it's because I think fly. I'm too young still. Like I'm like, you have an adult job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you oversee okay. a school. And then she's pregnant now, which I'm so excited because my godson's about to have a little sister and she's doing February. Like she's an adult. Like mm-hmm. she has kids, a real job, a <laughs> husband. I'm like, what are we doing? And then Claw with his album, which you guys should totally get because it just yes. dropped. And it's My so pre-order good. came right on through. Yes. Shout out to Lewis York. Shout right, out. Masterpiece Theater, Volume, volume two. 2. And they're called Lewis York, and I'm so proud of them. I was actually helping them direct some music videos and some visuals in Nashville last week. So I'm just so proud. It's just nice when all of your friends are happy. 
and yes. everyone's inspired and everyone has a mission and they're passionate and it's almost like all of you are just on go time there's nobody bullshitting there's nobody wasting time i've never experienced this where everyone in my life is just like in it you know and then my mom and i are doing great like i'm just like in such a clear safe space and i'm so thankful for that because i never knew what that was like a raging bull <laughs> so for those of you listening i would love for you guys to share and this is all in the spirit of thanksgiving which is the real i mean aside from the good ass food but the real spirit of thanksgiving is sharing. black friday no i'm just playing the true spirit of thanksgiving should be being in the company of people you love sharing your growth with each other, being excited for the next chapters and kind of just like being surrounded by that energy of just like, God, we're all just so happy and in love with each other. And that's what it should be. It should, I mean, aside from the Black Friday deals, which we love too. But Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm looking at the headphones. I'm a wish list. I'm a good boy this year. But I'd love to on hear. My list. <laughs> oh, me too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Ah! I want the camo one. I want the, um, it's called the Langford or either the Langston Parker in that olive green. That is so funny. Yeah. We are a mess. Anyways, Sorry. let's get back to What's up, feelings. Canada Goose? <laughs> right. And all our listeners who may have a hookup. It's cold and I ain't got a coach here. I'm a size medium. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but I would love to hear what you guys think. You know, how is how did uh, some kind of trial and tribulation turn into a glow up for you? Um, what's a negative belief that you now realize is not true? And what's something that you're super, super wholeheartedly grateful for? Let's oh, have wait. a high vibration I have a question, too. Yeah. Who do you owe an apology, and why haven't mm. you given it to them yet? Ooh, Dustin. Damn, I can think about four or five people right there. That's my question. And hopefully that encourages you guys, because I can't tell you what to do. I can't mm. tell you what you should do. I like that. But maybe if you think about it, you'll be encouraged to fix that. Let's fix that those broken relationships. That ends the hot button issue because Oh well let me that just say so good. let me just say this. So I have good. one thing I want to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful, uh I'm really, really thankful and grateful and just full of all of the joy that my mom and dad are together. They got oh, married. Oh, that's the most surreal story. In I had my a mind. I had a moment with my mom yesterday and it was just so like it was just so crazy. Like I don't open up a lot. <laughs> at all so I had I was going through something I really opened up to my mom it was the first time in a very long time I did Yay. that and um we had a really good conversation and then towards the end of the call she was like yeah you know that's why your dad he's real good to talk to about stuff like that because me and my mom are very similar we deal with a lot of the same things and so the fact that you know she's <laughs> oh definitely <laughs> right. definitely shout out to that right um but the fact that she's happy and she's there's someone out there for her, and not that I don't mm. think that there's anybody out there for me, but just to see that she's been fully accepted, like it shows on her. She's, she's glowing. She shows you the possibility, <laughs> and that's awesome. And A lot just, of us don't have that. Then he just upgraded the ring. She sent <gasps> me the picture. Okay? Yes, Dad, you, you better know, upgrade that ring. The ring was nice. It got a new nice, nice. Okay? <laughs> Yay! I love that. Yes. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Thinks. Thinks is period-proof underwear that replaces tampons, pads, and cups on light days and is the perfect backup to tampons and cups on heavy days. And yes, 
they work. What's the magic behind things? Four bits of tech that make them antimicrobial, moisture wicking, absorbent, and leak resistance. The top layer fights bacteria and absorbs any liquid into the uber-thin layer right beneath it so you always stay dry and fly. They look and feel just like a regular pair of underwear. Thinks has been hard at work breaking the period taboo since January of 2014 and they've got no plans on stopping yet. Still wondering if it works? I know you are. <laughs> Try them for yourself and find out. Get $5 off your order with the code FRIENDZONE at checkout when you shop at SheThinks.com. That's S-H-E-T-H-I-N-X.com. Code FRIENDZONE to save $5 off of your order. Stay dry. So y'all got y'all ready to move on to the wellness segment? I guess shit. <laughs> Well, 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 well. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I got the IS. Well, 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 well. Okay, I want some ham and turkey and all that. <laughs> right now. This week's wellness segment is going to be a quick one. You guys have been asking me, friend, you mentioning Palo Santo and Sage. He didn't bought it all. <laughs> right, I know. Tell the people what you know. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's asking me, where can I get you know, crystals and all of these amazing wellness um, and spiritually based products. Who sells these? You know, because a lot of you said you tried to uh, buy Palo Santo on Amazon, but it looks shady. <laughs> 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 Which made me laugh because I'm like, I never thought that people would sell bootleg Palo Santo, but Yo, this is the world we live in. But you know what? That, them sticks be looking like the chewing sticks they sell in the African store. Oh, because, you know what I'm tree talking about? Almost possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no Palo Alto offline. <laughs> Where can you get it, friend? So I wanted to tell you guys about a website called shamansmarket.com. That's S-H-A-M-A-N-S-M-A-R-K-E-T.com. Not only is it amazing for your spiritual needs, and it has way more um Way more products than things that I've even mentioned. And the beauty of it is that it also explains to you what the benefit of the product is. So you can kind of browse around and really find things that are more suited to your emotional and spiritual needs. Because obviously, I don't know what it is that all of you listening need. So this site can kind of cover that for you. And my favorite part of Shaman's Market, and no, this is not paid. <laughs> they did not tell me to mention them, is that it's fair trade. So... The workers that are sourcing the Palo Santo in Peru, you know, the people that are sourcing the teas in India, like, they are getting paid for their work. This isn't some cultural appropriation person on Etsy <laughs> selling <laughs> cultural garb, Ooh, you know, and man. selling spiritual goods just because they went to Peru for college for a semester and now they want to sell it. It's not that kind of thing. So I want to make sure that the workers that this is their culture, this is their life, they are <laughs> they are able to sustain themselves with the beautifulness that they're providing for us in our lives. So shamansmarket.com. And then lastly, a lot of you have been asking me um, about beauty stuff like skincare, hair care, herbs, you know, more on more on the health side because Shaman's Market is more on the spiritual side, but more on the health and beauty side. You're asking me where you can shop 
obviously, I'm always going to say Amazon, but iHerb.com, which I actually had a collaboration Ooh. with, I think maybe, what kind how of long herbs? has it been? No, not those herbs. Oh. <laughs> I think it was about a year and a half ago that I had a collaboration with them. It's a great site because they actually have a lot of discounted pricing on a lot of your favorite products like Shea Moisture, the Lafia brand that I went to Ghana and Togo and worked with. I just um, watched that video the other day, FYI. You did? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Thank you. <laughs> I watch it all the time, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. But uh, definitely check out iHerb.com for all your like supplements and natural health needs. And also a lot of you... Um, tend to uh, tweet me and ask me what the code was that I had shared on iHerb. I never remember it off top, which is why, you know, maybe if I didn't get back to you, but the code for that is QTN145, and that'll give you, I think it'll give you, like, free shipping or $5 off your order, something like that. You have to put it in and see what it gives you, but it's an awesome website that I love. So that's Shaman's Market for your spiritual needs and iHerb.com for all your health and beauty needs. Bookmark those. Check them out. Great way to um, replenish your arsenal without emptying your pockets so when you said qt i thought you were about to say qtna <laughs> like you know questions that need answers yes. or questions that niggas yes. ask I thought that, yeah. that would be interesting that i have gave me that mm-hmm. as a code um but yeah so that's it for this week's wellness segment well 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 <laughs> and now we're gonna jump over to tv land Ain't nothing come on TV this week. I'm just playing. (laughs) Oh, did it. All right, you guys. Really quick this week. We're going to make this super, super quick. Um, Super quick. Super quick. It's super quick. (laughs) Okay, so let's keep it on Bravo really quick, you guys. Today, this was the week uh, two of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, season nine. Did you watch Married to Medicine? Season nine. That's next. Yeah, so now we talking about Madison. season two of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> season two. <laughs> or season nine. Oh, okay. Episode two. There you go. Of The Real Housewives of Why Atlanta. Georgia. Um, Georgia. Let me just say this. So Kenya went home with Matt, her boyfriend Matt, <laughs> to his family reunion in Cincinnati, Ohio. She has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's episode two. Um, but yeah so she did she went to his family reunion and while I am very um, clear and and I definitely understand how people's family can have concerns and stuff when they meet the person that they're dating they were like low key rude to Kenya and now sometimes we know that people are affected by like television cameras being around or they automatically think that their reputation will come into question with people they know personally. So people act different and get pensive on camera and stuff. Right. But his sister's name was Hallison. Now. What's wrong with that? Well, there's a lot of people named Allison, right? (laughs) And so his sister's name was Hallison, so it was an H in front of her name, Allison. I just felt like it meant hateful Allison because (laughs) she was so mean to Kenya Moore. Like, she literally just blatantly rude, made age. She was age-shaming Kenya Moore. The fuck out of her. Like, just being rude. So would you consider yourself a cougar or... Like, I just got to admit, I'm very skeptical. I am because, you know, how do we know that this... First of all... I mean, the age, it's not, you know, where for you? (laughs) You sitting up here by yourself... Okay, asking me questions about hey, what me and your partner do. I'm not, but she's she's <laughs> couple shaming. Hell, and shame bounces. So like I, you know, 
at least to do it in my court. So, you know, like, I, I just, she really, really took me there, and she wore me out. So in the end, though, I was so impressed by Kenya Moore maintaining her poise, maintaining her composure. She didn't get smart with them. She just literally did what you do in a situation like that. See, I'm old school, and I believe in making a sincerely good impression with people's family when you date them, because it matters. They need to understand that the person that they raised or contributed to their growth is making good choices when it comes to their love life. And so that's where you come in. Because if you act a certain way, then they have confidence in their loved one's abilities, you know, to successfully navigate their love life. Kenya did that. So you can say a lot of things about Kenya Moore. You can say that she's messy and petty and all that other stuff. But when it's time to show and prove, Kenya does, and I like that. And was I it like and was the family like genuinely being shady or is this like scripted shady? They were genuinely being shady. And so you I, could feel it. And oddly enough, the sister was really leading the charge. Like it was kind of odd almost because the mom I felt like That's was kind of like, aren't siblings hella protective though? <laughs> yeah, because I fuck a nigga up over my sister exactly. and fuck anybody up over my like you know like. I, you know, that's just how that works. But I beat a nigga ass over you, friend. <laughs> but there's a time and place for that. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you just first meet somebody, you got to give people a cool. chance to, like, you know, at least do it Pretty right. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I get that. And she, Hateful Allison, was not having it. So Hateful Allison. Allison, Hateful. As soon as I seen that H in front of her name, I was like, oh, yeah, she is going to be a stone cold. You know what? They <laughs> knew it. They stood for here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hateful, horrible Allison. Here we go, Allison. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. No. So that was great. On there was some other stuff that happened, but whatever, because we got to make this quick. On to Mary <laughs> to Medicine. It was so good. So Let me good. tell you, there's a new lady on there named Janice. Oh, she's from the Midwest, and she's been in Georgia for quite some time. So you can tell that she's Georgia-fied. Even in, like, like her first um, group meeting with the lady, she had on a navy blue sequins tight suit. Like, it, she's just... Wait. Yes. And she's also a real estate agent on this episode. She was showing... Did you see it? No, I haven't seen <laughs> on it. On this That's episode, she was showing mad. Dr. Jackie... A high-rise apartment. And when she came in at Sante, she was like, she might as well say it. So on this side, we got the, like, that's the one how that, she... The one with the red hair, her? Yeah, with the, the one that uh, went off on Heavenly. With, oh, she... <laughs> yeah. I'm done with her. <laughs> so, but she was rolling her neck, but homegirl knew her shit. She told Dr. Jackie and them what direction each neighborhood was around that apartment. She was in there, and so it was just good to see her in her element, and she was making me laugh. She also packed heavenly up like a lunch at that table. <laughs> Again? And I, and, and, well, that first time. Oh, oh that's yeah. Damn. That first time she definitely did. And heavenly was standing there with them drunk eyeballs, with them spots all on her eyeballs and shit, with everybody standing there looking and shit. Heavenly, we know you drunk and you drinking when they are doing all those, con- having those conversations. We know that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. She's drunk, so she's showing her ass. Her and Toya both sat there at Mariah's table this week and showed their ass. And I cannot wait for you to watch it. Because Toya and um, Lisa Nicole get into an argument. Oh, and I love and when it Toya says is shit. golden because Toya literally <laughs> pins Lisa's ass against the wall. But Toya always argument. got a good one. I mean, a scientist. Toya she always has I mean, a good one. 
and it's so weird because she comes off simple like like the ladies she almost gives them simple but the minute it's like her toe gets stepped on she likes that and you. guess like, what's funny right so they get in an argument because Toya had some commentary when Lisa Nicole said that she wanted to have another baby with her husband and so as they're arguing Toya tells her your husband don't even want to have a baby and so Lisa was like whatever she's like you need to talk to your husband he don't want to have a baby now, mind you, she's saying these things to hurt Lisa's feelings. Oh, it's not true. Tell no, me it, why. It what true. the very next scene? What did they show? Lisa going to talk to Dr. her Derek. husband at this restaurant. <laughs> talk about some. Do you want a baby? And like looking up, like, <laughs> like, like I'm telling you, it what is did he so. Say? I just couldn't. Of course, he lied and told her yes, but then they go straight to the footage From of him talking to Toya's husband no. and them, telling them, "Hey, I mean verbatim saying this, hey." I ain't trying to be in my 60s sending somebody off to college. He literally is saying that. And then they show him to her, yes, I want a baby. No. And if we don't don't have one, uh, I'm I'm happy with two kids we got. And we don't have uh, another baby. I always always wonder when they do shady editing like that, the night that people are watching it, I would, I want, they need to have reaction cams in their houses, right? Because you know that like, them night videos so we can see when they think we ain't watching. (laughs) Like, how did she look at him seeing that he straight up? <laughs> She's so <laughs> dumb. And the thing is, that's exactly Toya. I always wonder that. You can say what you want about Toya Bush Harris, but she was right about this. She said that Lisa Nicole, it's really, she said she is trying to prove herself to her husband and to the world that she's happy and she's not. She says she's actually very sad. And it's true. Anybody that's followed her story over these three seasons and now the fourth, you know that Lisa... It's all about perception. She's all about making everyone think that she's in this really happy marriage because she's been very public about the fact that her husband had a lot of infidelities. Mm. And so every action that she does, it's like she forces him into these conversations on camera where it's like, well, do you want to be, do you want a baby? Do you want to be with me? And of course the nigga, you already didn't make him feel bad. Of course he has to say yes. Right. But it makes great television. So tune in next Sunday to Real Housewives of Atlanta and Married to Medicine. Married to Medicine's like, I think it's one of my top reality shows. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, and you know what? Because outside of the mess, when we were talking before, remember, like, you know, these well-to-do black families, (laughs) Dr. Simone with her North and South homes. Like, I mean... It's bomb. And it's not even like they're getting into it over, like, petty stuff. Like, she said you broke. Like, really over, like, you're talking about her not wanting to have a baby because of being old, but you old, too. Like, stuff like that. It's like, but they're doctors. So it's like, your doctor talking to you like this. I was like, bitch, what you doing? But it's it's one of my favorites. Love it. Can't <laughs> wait to watch that one when I get home. Well, thank you for sharing, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to slide on over to the music, man. If you want me to do my segment, you should sing it, friend. So I guess we're going to go into asking for a friend. All right, well, the email for asking for a friend is the friends on the No, no, no. Talk to, <laughs> talk to us. It's our day. Well, there has been so much going down in the musical streets. So I'm just going to name. Good for music. I mean, seriously, I'm just going to name off some projects and I'm going to go back after I've named them off because I want you all to get the list first and then you can go from there. So for the first project, it's going to go to Kevin Abstract. Uh, he just dropped his project. Um, 
American Boyfriend. It's a suburban love story. It's his second project. It's, uh, Is that the one you showed me the video for? Yeah, yeah. He had the song uh, Empty on it. So now they he, were like on the pool. And, yes. Okay, okay. So he's dropped, that was the, very cool. he's dropped the full, like I think it's like 16 tracks on the project. And I didn't get to listen to this one as uh, just yet, um, but I'm going to get to that. And as I move on, we have Shailene that just walked Shailene, in the room. Shailene. <laughs> I can't Shailene, stay y'all. Shailene's the engineer here, and he actually was asking me about the Music Man segment before when we were talking about Tina so Shailene. right stuff. on time. Per so it, exactly. He walked in here. I was like, see, you giving me the juice. I know I'm doing the right recommendations this week. Um, <laughs> Fran mentioned, and some of y'all tweeted me about this artist, uh, Black, but it's spelled, it's spelled with a six and then lack, like six lack. I don't know. But uh, Black uh, dropped his project, Free Black, he gives kind of like this cool, you know, Roy Woods meets Tiller meets Frank Ocean, that whole wave, you know, that whole he's thing happened. He's a hometown homie, right? Because he's from I Atlanta. Heard, he's from the A. And what's funny is he's like an R&B soul artist, but he's got some cool... Uh, he can rap. Yeah, he's, he's got some cool like rap undertones. And then uh, Kevin Abstract actually uh, has some really cool like alternative undertones to his album. So I wanted to note that as well. Because I'm giving a few different genres this week. Um, for the third, I want to talk about Lewis York since we talk about different genres. Lewis York, Masterpiece Theater Volume 2. Y'all, Raging Bull. That's all I okay, have to say. Okay. <laughs> Drops Listen. Like. <laughs> okay, wait. We're not going to get there yet. I want to name off a few tracks. You know, Limelight is to the get bomb. That off, man. I know, I know, Fran. I know. I'm here with you. Uh, <laughs> Lewis Short, they just dropped an album. Um, you can find it in iTunes under Pop. It's way more than Pop. You know, there's R&B on there. Yes, you got it you some is. soul. He switches up the beats, or they switch up the beats, pardon me, because Lewis York is comprised of Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony. You hear me? <laughs> so I just really have to give those guys a shout out because the album is super dope. Um, from Don't Play to Limelight to all of it obviously but my favorite track right now is Raging Bull which Fran could not wait to say because Raging Bull (sighs) has been on repeat heavy rotation love that track it's an homage to Sade oh my god and listen and listen to the whole track the production on it is stellar it really sets that vibe and that mood and it's and I filmed and directed um an Instagram campaign with Lewis York that will be dropping next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, saw, I feel cool saying that. I filmed and directed. <laughs> Check the credits, ho. And I used Raging Bull because I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with this song. I'm, I really want to use it for everything. But that'll be dropping soon. And I'm excited about that because that's a whole new level of my brain and how it works. And yes. to have the inspiration of that music, like... <sighs> They're so good. So listen to Lewis York so you can unlock a whole new level of your brain, okay? Yes, Lord. Because that, I mean, seriously. That's a, that's a code right there. Honestly, Lewis York, their sound, they're really like breaking down some of these walls and they're giving you some some things that you're familiar with, but they're also bringing you that new. And I, I love when people can do that, when they can express themselves in a way that's so like now, but at the same time, it's so different. Right. With that said, my final slot for this week's Music Man shoutouts has to go to the one, the only Don Richard. <laughs> Don Richard just dropped the last installment of the Hearts installments. Uh, Redemption is the project, uh, the Red Heart era. There was the Golden Heart era, the Black Heart era, and now we're at the Red era, Redemption. That's cool. Uh, she has it broken down. Like yo, that. so dope. And even before the, the trilogy, uh, the, the project was, uh, damn, what was the name of that project? It was called Armor On. So it's like she put her armor on and then, you know, she went out with the Golden Heart and she talks about fighting and stuff like that. Like, there's a whole story behind Don Richard's projects. 
If you have not gotten into that, that's something super dope for you to go back and listen to if you like. Um, if not, this latest project, it is super, super fly. Um, it's got it's labeled under electronic, and I was watching one of her interviews, and she said the reason that she wanted to go under electronic was because, you know, uh, music had a little too much synth and stuff to simply be R&B. But she does not get away from her R&Bness at all. You know, everybody knows that Dawn can sing her ass off. So for her to take her singing ass and like really make these different futuristic sounds. And she's always been into tying together, um, you know, her music with tech and these visuals and making things interactive. And she even has a really cool VR experience video, a couple of really cool VR experience videos that you guys should check out. If you got one of them cool headsets or if you're at the Samsung store and you're trying one of them headsets, you know. So super dope artist. Check her out. Um, if y'all familiar with her? She's more than just the girl from Danny the Kane. All right. It's gone. <laughs> Loved it while it was here. Didn't love the third or fourth version. She made it through all the different versions of Danny the Kane. That right there is a fighter and a winner. I just have to say that because <laughs> there were a lot of different versions of it. So that's the Music Man segment for this hey, week. I gave check all that out. four projects right there. That's four different ones. Oh, tweet me some of your favorite tracks from each project if you've listened. Nice. Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. As you know, therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. And that's exactly what Talkspace is. Only with Talkspace, you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist for just $32 a week. That's 30 bucks each to stand behind Mr. Jimmy Thunder. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it makes you think about that. Back to Talkspace. Join over 300,000 users who already know that with Talkspace, you can text, audio message, or video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a week for your next appointment. And that's because with Talkspace, your therapist is always in your pocket pocket or on your computer help show support for the friend zone by visiting talkspace.com zone for a special 30 dollars discount off your first month or download the talkspace app on the apple or android app store and use coupon code zone talkspace therapy for how we live today now let's jump into this week's asking for a friend what do you have for us <clears throat> i feel like i should sing a song i feel like i got asked for a friend <laughs> So I sent the email in to the friend zone, to the friend zone. All right. <laughs> I said, I asked for a friend. That's the one of the reprise. <laughs> I said, you looked at me. I knew you want the reprise. All right. So I'm not going to waste no more time. The friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Send in everything that you need to send in. Here we go. Dear the friend zone, me and my girlfriend have been on the rocks for a while now. It began with me being pissed that she wasn't there for me on the anniversary of my mom's passing. Yikes. The day after, the day after she spent the day with a friend and then headed to Brooklyn where she kicked it with a girl who has a cousin, who has, oh, pardon me, who has a crush on her, though my girlfriend claims she's not interested. I didn't see her until Sunday when she came over and asked for a break, saying she needed time to work on personal projects and just have alone time. I bet. <laughs> But then she retracted the break request, saying she doesn't want to live without me. Since that awful weekend, we haven't been able to get back on track. It's also hurting us that her job has her working around the clock. In the past two months, I've seen her maybe six times, each time ending in a fight on her being too tired to talk about how we can fix things. You think it's pretty obvious this person doesn't want to be with me, but every time I say I'm leaving, she tries to pull me back. She tells me all the time I'm the love of her life and that she wants forever with me. But I feel the actions behind those words are missing. It's breaking my heart because I love her so much and truly want forever with her, too. 
Should I let it go or keep trying to make this work? Work, 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 work. Girl, go on down the street, leave that girl alone. <laughs> you already know, you said they don't do nothing but fight. She already works all the time, which really you need to give her a break on the not being on t- the being tired and not wanting to talk shit. She's tired. You just said, you know, her job is working there down to the bone. Like, she's tired. She did something stupid. You already know all of this is unhealthy. Nothing that you told us in that letter is critical or something that will require you to stay in that situation. There's no kids. There's no property purchase. There's nothing. Like, go on down the street and be happy and let that girl go on and go to work. She got to hell. She got to work in the morning. <laughs> go on down the street. Shit. I'm mad at this going down the street. Um, He's on down. He's on down. The road. raw hold. Okay. <laughs> As someone who is alone now, and very happily so, and also had to pull myself away from, you know, something that just wasn't right, the right fit. And I know that's hard, mm-hmm. but being that I'm on the other side, I can speak to you with clarity. <laughs> right. Because um, I know it's hard, so I'm not going to invalidate that in, in any way. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to walk away from someone that you love and see forever with. Especially when you're lesbian. And lesbian relationships are crazy. <laughs> but the like fog will know. clear one day. <laughs> like everyone knows, the fog always clears at some point, And then you're like, "Woo!" Sunshine after the rain. Thank God that I took that chance. And being that I'm there now, I'm telling you, come on over. <laughs> come on and over. And where is that located, friend? <laughs> <laughs> Come on down the street. So just ease on down, ease on down the road. So as the prophet Dustin said, come on down the street because it is way sunnier over here. Just let, this is, you know what? This year has taught me, let go, let go. Anything that's stressful, just let that shit go. Mm -hmm. Elsa. It's not worth it. Let it go. Let it go. It's not worth it. So that's what I say. Speaking of letting go, a long time ago, Janelle Monet had a song called Letting Go on that album, uh, My Audition. And oh, really? Yes. And just per what we were talking about earlier, My Audition, Letting Go is the bomb because she's talking about all this shit going on and she don't give a fuck. She's letting go. And say that to say, y'all should listen to Janelle Monet's Letting Go because <laughs> you'll be letting go after you listen to that. Or even Keisha and, Cole's Let It Go. Oh, I'm, well, I'm You go need to get so it listen. if you don't want to. <laughs> Life isn't supposed to be suffering, man. You're too young. You didn't you did not put your age here, but obviously you are young and as friends said this is hard. But it is. I say get on Google, look up a good recipe and figure out what you're going to make because you're coming with me to this potluck. <laughs> We're going on down the road as Dustin said. Uh-uh. <laughs> going where? <laughs> down the street. There you go. Because I think that it, you just definitely need to leave this alone. And I'm not telling you that because it's so obvious you have to. Like, everything's easier said than done. I feel that. But if you're spending more time counting arguments and the things going wrong and not being happy and everything that they have going on and why they don't got to do this or this is an excuse and giving them a pass for this and that and the third, you're taking away from yourself and what you have going on and what you can offer and what you want and what you need. And you need to just leave all that where it is and go on down the street, as Dustin said. So I am usually on the fence, but I think we're unified this week. Because that right there, <laughs> listen, you don't ask for no break and then take it right back. Something is fishy. And that's why y'all been fighting after that, because that's fishy. No, look, that's what that's what they said. Like, we had a break. 
And then I don't think that's since what he's the, making the face since for. that awful weekend, it was just like, come on now, you Something just gotta is know. fishy, ain't it? You just gotta know that you have to move forward. And so I'm trying to give you the keys, as Khaled would want me to, and tell you to move forward. <laughs> so hopefully that helped you. I just Gosh. So let's jump into this week's Black Business of the Week. You said you had something for us. Yes. So for the Black Business of the Week, I wanted to give a, a special shout out to a homegirl of mine, Emily. She one day I got I got mail and it was a nice little package. And the package actually came from a company called Venus and Leo. And uh, it's been created by Bimbola Akinbola. Pardon me if I got that wrong. She started her company back in June. So Bimbola is making uh, non-toxic deodorant and body butters, and she wants to spread them to women and LGBTQ uh, youth living in transitional shelters in D.C. So we're going to put the link in so you can support Venus and Leo. You can also find her website on the, the link as well, and you'll be able to just buy the products if you'd like, but buy some for yourself on the website, and then come on back and donate a little something so you can just buy some peop- something for the people in the shelters. Um, obviously the more you donate, the more incentive you get. She's doing buttons, a surprise product. So you could spend the money, get a free product and also send product off to the people in the shelters. Um, there's also information about which shelters specifically she's giving to. So if you are interested in just giving specifically to those shelters, that information is on there as well. So again, that's Venus and Leo, and we're going to help meet this goal. I think it's super important. It's going to end in about, you know, nine days, depending on when y'all listen to this. So just take that into consideration this Thanksgiving and holiday season as we move forward. Oh, I love that. That's a really awesome cause. Yes, yes, yes. So that's it for this week's show. Do you guys have any church announcements before we roll out of here? Asante, Dustin. <clears throat> um, I just want to say what's up. Shout out to Los Angeles, California. I had a great yes. weekend in L.A. this oh. past weekend. I was out there taking the care of some business. And while I was there, I got a chance to attend the Marie Claire um, Young Women's Honors. Great, great award ceremony. Mm. It's going to be televised on the CW next month. So tune in. You might see me in the audience eating boop, boop, boop. or drinking. <laughs> um, Karen Civil was there. She was absolutely stunning in person. Shout so shout out to Karen Civil, friend Karen of the Sybil. show. Um, and that's it. Lots of good stuff coming. So stay tuned. <laughs> no shout outs this week. I'm just so happy and blessed to be alive here to be with you all. You know, blessed for you all to hear us and be here with us in the friend zone. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Um, thank you all that came to the Pompeii to support the Sunday sessions. There's going to be more coming. Just thank you for supporting my dreams and everything that makes me beautiful on the inside. And I just want you all to be beautiful, too. Oh what about you, Francesca? Um, I just want to shout out Express. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Express Clothing for our collaboration, which finally dropped. I literally had that waiting Express and I couldn't say You look so beautiful in this holiday campaign. Yes. Shout out to Express. Yes. Shout thank out to you. you in Express. Yes. I was very... <laughs> thankful it's a it's a national ad and commercial and i'm on their website yes. and there's Slaying a couple the game. more you're an email blast right where you belong <laughs> oh yeah the email blast. <laughs> if you open up the newsletter and you seen friend you wasn't smoking too much yeah. that was real this ain't <laughs> snl that really was her <laughs> <laughs> and that was really cool because it's like you know at the age of 34 i'm like you know, modeling for mm-hmm. a clothing. It it's just so funny to me. But that's just how life works. So what I'm really excited. It's, it's still rolling out. We have, like, two more things that we're going to drop in the next couple of weeks Come on Express, on. which is super cute. So thank you guys, too, because a lot of 
you know, how we get these deals as influencers is because of the energy that you guys send our yes. way and brands see this, brands see how many comments we have under our pictures, how much you guys tell us you love us, how you're inspired by us. So, you know, while this is based on my energy, it's also a transfer of your energy aligning yes. with mine. So thank you for pushing me to even have a campaign like this and all of the amazing comments. If you go on my Instagram, it's like almost 700 comments of just full out support. And that is beautiful. Yes. I'm humbled. I'm thankful. You guys are the absolute best. And yes. um, like I said, my wellness retreat was unbelievable. I'm so excited for what this means for 2017. If this was just the start of it, then that means the thousand women we are going to meet with next year. Y'all are in for a treat as much as we as uh, the workers of the retreat are in for a treat. So I'm very, very, very thankful for where life is right now. And I know you guys can feel the yes. happiness. I hope to yes. send it your way so that you can be happy too. And happy early Thanksgiving. I hope you and your family have an awesome time. If you're alone, that's okay because I'm um, going to just visit. My mom is going to be me and her. Like we don't have a big family here. And it's totally cool. And then we Can go I to the Friendsgiving. Yes. <laughs> Can I stop by your mama's house? Is she, right. make, is she making seafood on Thanksgiving? No, she's not making seafood. <laughs> but okay. she's just going to make Caribbean food. But then oh, I'm so going to, then from there, I'm going to go to the Friendsgiving. Yes. That's right. Right? With the crew. That's right. The usual suspects. You guys already know That's who right. they are. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll be sending plenty snaps and pics from Don't there. Snap so. snaps. <laughs> Don't snap my snaps. Don't snap my snaps. That's right. It. That's it for oh, me. And one last thing. I'm not sure if I said it or we said it or if it was said, but big thank you to SoundCloud. Oh my God, oh, SoundCloud! I'm so yes, proud of you guys, you guys look so. You got. I was telling them that they look like TRL. You remember TRL? <laughs> that, I love MTV? TRL. And when you it said literally that, literally felt when like you that. said that. That's exactly. I used to watch Carson Daly and all oh, them and Kennedy in the damn window, just a, jealous. A young, look at all the people out there. We're gonna wave. Ananda Lewis. Ananda Lala. Yep, it's your girl Lala. And then remember that that like hippie white boy that was like. His hair was messy. I can't remember what his name Not was. John he came Norris, in towards right? the end. No, John Norris was uh, like the OG, vet. Yeah, right. he was like the newsman. I see him sometimes. But yeah, that's what you guys reminded me of, and it made me so proud. Thank you, friend. Yeah, it was a gorgeous. great look. We had so much fun working with SoundCloud at their artist forum. So huge thank you to SoundCloud. We hosted their live stream on Facebook. Um, it was a really, really, really fun, dope day at work. Yes, yes. So and, may, and may that be the beginning of many, many, many more many beautiful things. Absolutely. Also, did we give a proper shout out to Nike? We did not. And we did I was not. listen. I want to give a shout out to Nike. Um, they showed us so much love and hospitality. They invited us to the grand opening of their new store here in Soho in New York it's City. Huge. It is literally five floors. I think it's six. Six? Okay. Maybe. And it might be five, floor, but there's like a, there's a, a, a basketball there's court. There's two the... basketball courts oh, on that yes. top floor, in remember? In the store? In yeah. the store. That's Amazing sick. Nike store. It was a great... Um, Great grand opening. I was trying on shoes next to Fabulous. Young M.A. was there. Um, Jessica White. Trevor was, Noah was not there. Jessica White. Chanel Iman. Trevor Noah Trevor was Noah, there. Um, Roderick Hunter, if you can see. Naturi Norton. Like, oh, yeah. Naturi was there. Several Tasha. people th in there. And it was amazing. So shout out to Nike and the wonderful team there that was actually friends of the fan, or fans, rather, of the friend zone. So Yo, they friend, knew about you would have passed out. They were doing the who in the hell wants the mustard yeah. and everything. No, it was so, amazing. Yes. So Nike is part of the friend zone. <laughs> Shout out to Nike. Thing. Good things coming <laughs> yes. soon. So, yes. yes. 
That's so cool. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got to go. Praise so, him. Uh, Love you guys. Wow. See you next week. Don't get Stay black and protect your magic. Christy. <laughs>